from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two Douchebags and a Microphone Pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Two douchebags and a microphone says, You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Thoughts with Mark. Hmm, let's see. If I identify as a dog and I start wandering around the block without a collar on, could animal control come by and pick me up? Hmm. I may never know. Since we haven't a budget here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, here's a random guy on the street to promote our show. Hi everybody, I'm Freddy. I love listening to two douchebags on a microphone, and I get all my pertinent information from them. They are incredible, and I love them so. Hi everybody, this is two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I am Rob. Um, well, as everybody knows, if they listened to the last episode, and judging by, by our overnight and morning numbers, everyone ran out and grabbed it really quick, and thank you. Des Moines, I hope you're somewhat happy now. Um, okay, so, um, you know, our beloved Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and we're very happy about that. And today was our Super Bowl parade. It was almost over before there was an unfortunate mass shooting 22 people were struck by bullets at least one of them are dead and she was a local radio host for kkfi i believe her name was lisa lopez and she did a taste of tijuana which was a music show on the uh on i i call it a current event station or whatever it's kind of like right. a community station, KKFI 90.1. Um, 
Um, and there were nine, eight or nine children that are in the hospital right now with gunshot wounds. Now, wow. we could go into this. We could talk about our ineffective leadership from the mayor on all the way down to the city council to how the cops are handcuffed anymore. And it could get real political and talk about what a bunch of bullshit we live in and we're basically a third fucking world country because these politics in America are fucking ruining us. But we're not because we're the lovable douchebags and we're not going to go into it. So, anyhow, instead, we're going to talk about stupid shit like we agreed to a long time ago. Right, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I do have some stuff that's not so stupid. All right, you had some stuff you were dying to get to, and our time was all used up on the Chiefs yesterday, and rightfully so. They deserve it. So, Rob, you have yeah, some stuff. Do. You had some stuff that you wanted to talk about. So please go ahead and do it. Well, I'm trying to find that one real quick. Where the hell did it go? Okay. Um, I found one, but I can't find the other one. Okay, well, here, here, real quick. Yeah, um, there's something. Oh, okay. there it is, there it is. You got it? Okay, all right. I got it, I got it, I got it. All right. Okay, uh, here a few weeks ago, I brought out a story about they were looking into putting a pedestrian bridge across the Grand Glaze Arm of Lake of the Ozarks. But the structure will not hold it. Mm hmm Well, a couple weeks ago, and I, I did not say nothing on the show about it, because, well, you'll understand why. Okay. But it's drawing attention to this bridge. With the tragedy of a pedestrian being hit and killed just a week ago on the eastbound Grand Glaze Bridge, talks are ramping up again about trying to get a pedestrian bridge across the spans in Osage Beach. They did do a MoDOT study where they cannot structurally attach to the side of it uh -huh. But I'm going to do my due diligence to find out, can we go beneath it? Can we do a freestanding bridge? Something, but one way or another, we need to make it so we can connect the two sides of the city by a pedestrian or bike. Uh-huh. Mayor, Mayor, Mayor Mike Hammerson goes on to say, with future development in the area, the tragedy really underscores the need for some type of government intervention to help in making such a bridge possible. Uh-huh. Okay, well, here's what happened. Okay. Uh, somebody was walking from one side to the other, and it's, it's lanes. And you only have like a two foot, uh, what do you call it, on the side. Um, shoulder. So a person can't, yeah, a two foot shoulder. Okay. So a person can walk down it. 
Mm-hmm. And what a few people do. Mm-hmm. Well, this person happened to have somebody pull over as they were walking across. They knew this person. So mm-hmm. they pulled over behind them uh-huh. and stopped. And the person turned around and was walking back towards the car to get into the car. Okay. To get a ride. Uh-huh. As a, before he could get, he or she, I forget who it was, to get to the vehicle, that vehicle was struck in the ass end by somebody doing 60, 65 mile an hour. Mm-hmm. Through the, through the car and the person that was stopped to pick him up into them and killed them. Oh. On foot. Wow. And there was another car that ended up involved too. Yeah, so something definitely needs to be done about that because well, I personally they're gonna have had to, to walk across that bridge. They're going to have to come up with some money to do a whole nother um, structure is all it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they can find some some sort of a grant or something like that. The money's out there. They just need the resources to figure it out. Well, right there is the same spot that they're getting ready to put this big new theme park. Well, then maybe yeah. that's the answer. Some of these uh, Margaritavilles and theme parks need to put some of that bill. Well, no, the, this one don't have nothing to do with Margaritaville. No, it's, but what I'm yeah, saying is... have a Ferris wheel all Maybe time. they need to add a little tax to them or something to make the place safer. Yeah. These are people that yeah. work there and help them out. These are people that are part of the community that these resorts are in. So maybe that's part yeah. of the answer. They, they're going to have to just get, like, really resourceful, and they got to figure this thing out because, obviously, there is a huge issue there. So... There is. There is. Yeah, I mean, this just accentuates that we already knew it, but now it's like become uh, in the spotlight because of this unfortunate incident. So Right, right. Yeah. And that's what this article was saying, that now there's more urgency to do it. And, and, and unfortunately, that's usually what causes the urgency is a, through a tragedy. So, right, right. Yeah, it brings awareness really quick. So... Um, you know, we've been talking football a lot lately, right, Rob? Yeah. And rightfully so. You know, we are a Kansas City-based show, um, although Des Moines is our number one market now. Um, yeah. And, and, and okay, thank you, Des Moines. Thank you. I hope you guys are not mad. I, man, I tell you, they attack. They're like little bees up there, man. You step on their nest and they fucking come at you. They weren't moving <laughs> or nothing. They just want more shows. I'm like, my God, we'll get you more shows. I love the fact that they love us. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Sorry, we need a vacation. <laughs> They're like a bunch of little pissed off wasps. I love you, Des Moines. Really, with all my heart, you guys are awesome. But man, <laughs> come on now. We just need a little break. We're good now. We're back. So Yeah, we're back. We're back. Oh, and a little programming note. My whole review of the Jubilee, Carnival Jubilee brand new ship, I'm going to do as a solo project. Because that way, if people choose to listen to it, if they're into that, they can. If they don't choose to listen to it, they can skip right by it. 
Don't, okay. you, don't you think that's fair, Rob? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Well, maybe you want to do it. Okay. I think you know what I may change my mind, but right now I think that's the best way to do it. I don't think it. Everybody is into cruise ships, and I, I got like a half hour worth of stuff, if not longer. I, I I did an examination of the whole boat and tried everything that I could, and I have a report on everything. It may bore the average person to death. But if it doesn't bore you to death, it's right there when I get it done for you to get. But that's still up in there. I think that's what's going to happen. But we may change our mind because we are two douchebags in a microphone, and we do do things like that. So um, Yes, we do. Yes. So anyhow, we're talking about Tyreek Hill is what I'm doing, okay, and how Yes Men destroyed him. Okay, Tyreek Hill was a very intricate part of the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah. Um, one of the best wide receivers ever. Probably, most likely, without a doubt, going to be a future Hall of Famer. He was doing well in Kansas City. Doing really well. Went to one Super Bowl. No, actually went to two with him. We lost one. Um, since then, we've been to, uh, since we traded him, we've been to two more and won them. So anyhow, here's what I'm getting ready to go into, and how yes men kill people, just destroy them. Because yes men tell you not what you need to hear, but what you want to hear. And this is my version of what happened with Tyreek Hill. And um, if it isn't, I don't, you know, all right, I'm wrong. All right. But okay. All right. All right. Yes men destroyed Tyreek Hill's legacy. The people around Tyreek, in my opinion, propped him up and fed him an overinflated picture of his need on the Kansas City Chiefs team. Wasn't that long ago he was making fun of Mahomes and calling the team the Queefs. He was cocky and acted like uh, him going to the Dolphins automatically made them a Super Bowl favorite. Yeah. Yeah. He demanded top dollar and the Chiefs offered him almost as much as the Finns did. But Tyreek offered, authorized his agent to seek out a trade. So basically, Tyreek said, you know what? Kind of like Chris Holmes, or not Chris Holmes, um, uh, Chris Jones is getting ready to do. Chris Jones yeah. is doing the same thing, grandstanding and all that stuff. He's going to find himself on another team not getting rings, probably, kind of like Tyreek. I hope not. I would love to keep him. But this is kind of what's going on. The, the writing's on the wall. So, um, Anyhow, you know, the Chiefs offered him almost as much as the Finns did. Tyreek authorized his agent to seek out a trade. Hill's trade led us to superstar in the makings like George Karloftis and Trent McDuffie. The five, the five draft picks saved us from being over the cap with a very top-heavy offense that was aging. We have done nothing but win Super Bowls ever since the trade. Tyreek in my opinion, needs people around him that truly care about him and not just tell him what he wants to hear. Like, you're the best, man. You do what you want, man. Oh, they're going to come crawling back to you. They're not going to win shit without you. And then look where he's at now. Now he's like going, oh, yeah, I picked Patrick. No one goes, Patrick's different. Oh, he's great. Well, that wasn't what you were saying a year ago or a year and a half ago. You were talking about their demise. You were talking, you were calling them the queefs. You were making fun of them. 
You were talking about how they weren't going to be worth the shit without you. About how the Dolphins were the new team. And now suddenly you're baby-facing and turning your head and acting like that never happened. Well, Tyreek, me and all of Kansas City remember it. And we know what you said. And it is recorded in our brains. And we haven't forgot it. And I don't care how nicey-nice you are. They're not going to hire you back ever. You can do the stupidest shit down there and get kicked out of the Miami team. The Chiefs will not pick you up. Ask uh, ask uh, Kareem Hunt. Ask him if he ever came back to Kansas City and got a Super Bowl ring. No, he didn't. That's because he'd done some egregious, stupid shit and lied to them that they could not get over. So therefore, he's off of this team. And he will be permanently off. And this is the same thing with you, Tyreek. I see you working. I see you over there doing the shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Patrick, man. Oh, no, and he's different, man. Oh, no, and get that boy. Oh, I knew it. I knew it when I worked with him. Greatest guy. Oh, that wasn't what you were saying a year and a half ago. You was making fun of Mahomes. So, Tyreek, next time, get people around you that give a shit about you and don't just tell you what you want to hear. And maybe, just maybe, you'd have two more Super Bowl rings and almost as much money in your bank account. My opinion, my thoughts, I do believe, I think I'm right on this. So, while we're yeah, talking... Yeah, yeah. I, 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 got, I, I have to agree with you on that. I do. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty evident. His mouth wrote a check. His ass could not cash. Bottom line, we yeah. all did it at some point in our lives. We all have that. Well, this is Tyreek's. So, there you go. I've done it before. Rob, you've done it before? Eh, once or twice. Once or twice? Yeah, me too. Oh, just a couple of times, that's all. <laughs> yeah, nothing, just a nothing, nothing big. Nothing big. So I have one no, more. Nothing like him. Nothing, nothing like, like him. him, no. His was epic failure. <laughs> Mouth diarrhea, epic failure. So I have one more football story, and then we can go into some other stuff, like maybe, I don't know, Wendy's new chicken sandwich or something. But here we go. Oh, I have a couple of cruise stories, too, I want to get to. Some weird shit happened on this cruise that I got to get to and tell you about. I didn't get a chance to the other day because we had all the Super yeah. Bowl stuff and all that. So, um, uh, I, I, Just say so you know, I do have another story about another bridge around Lake of the Ozarks here. Okay. Let me do this football yeah. story here. Yeah, go okay. right ahead. Go we'll right ahead. We, we have the rest of the night. Okay. And then we're going to go ahead and take our first break, and then we'll come back to your story. Does that sound good? All right. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Waka, waka. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Boston. Tom Brady left the New England Patriots. This happened in March of 2020. By now, you've surely caught up on that news. Uh, this is Yahoo Sports. I hope. Yahoo Sports, I believe. No, this is CBS Boston. I'm sorry. Yeah, while it's not new news, it figures to remain a significant part of football and sports history. And re as retrospect tells us, was certainly that Brady's free agent departure marked the end of the Patriots dynasty. As such, it will be. Um, desic, desic, uh, you know what? Okay. Anyhow, I don't like the way this guy writes at all because he's making it too descriptive, doesn't need to be. So, anyhow, and so I'm going to just go ahead and... I should have read this damn thing before I did. 
before I start to read it, okay? I don't like that style of writing, and I think all it is is just makes people try to read more words, and they try to outsmart themselves. So here's what I'm going with right here. Tom Brady Okay, Tom Brady said, matter of fact, I'm leaning against, I'm leaning away from doing against, uh, doing articles like that and just reading them like they are. Because I think that those things are somewhat boring. And I think the way that we write them out are much better. And I'm going to start trying to write everything out in my own words instead of just reading an article. And I think that that is the way to go. That's the way to go for me from now on. And that one right there just proved it to me. You know what? If you guys could read it, you know what I mean. He, He comes up with all these cliches trying to get to this point right here. That whole article could have been written in like five sentences, and it has like 300 sentences in it, and they're all cliches. Okay. Tom Brady said that it didn't matter that Bill Belichick was wanting to win without him. He said that when he left in 2020, he was not going to sign a multi-year deal with the Patriots as long as Bill Belichick was there. It's just it never got to that because Belichick wanted him gone anyhow. And I guess their working relationship hit a lot of snags and they had a lot of um, head bumping in there and they got tired of bumping heads and it was kind of like a mutual decision um, because uh, a lot of people think that it was just Belichick wanting to get rid of Brady. Well, Brady cleared the air on this Boston CBS. He cleared the air the other day per this article. He said no. He said, I was not going to sign a large contract with Belichick being there. So, you see, it was either Belichick staying or Brady staying, and it was mutual. They didn't want to stay together, so it was mutual. So, Tom Brady was just kind of clearing the air without saying 300 sentences that you don't need to do uh, and all these cliches that are just, quite frankly, boring and stupid. So, anyhow, that being said, let's go ahead and take our first break, and then we'll go back to another bridge story, because I know, per all the emails, everybody is asking for bridge stories, Rob. I bet. (laughs) We'll be right back. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So, I order spaghetti and meatballs. My meatballs automatically fall apart as soon as I touch them. So then, does my dish automatically change its name to spaghetti and meat sauce? (laughs) I may never know. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Garlic mustard could and should be a go-to food during an apocalypse. Garlic mustard is plentiful everywhere. It is actually an invasive weed, but it can be very delicious and easily taken from about any pasture. Garlic mustard can be stewed or even pan-fried for delicious taste. It can also be added to other ingredients, whether it's a salad or any other type of food to enhance it. Garlic mustard should be a go-to staple during the apocalypse. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. What happens if you get scared half to death twice? Hmm. 
I may never know. Hey fellas, remember to wipe away from the twins. Stay fresh ideas from the douchebags. Introducing Rob Rad's new book, How to Track Your Enemy by Scent. That's right, smell your enemy before they get you. Order this gem now and get a free virtual tour of Rob's secret bunker in Camdenton, Missouri. Also receive a free copy of his new book, How to Clean Raw Sewage for Food. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You remind me of a penny. Two-faced and not worth much. Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags in a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you strange insults from an alien. Your gene pool does not have a lifeguard. Now, from the makers of the Who Bit My Asshole board game comes the Rob Rad Jigsaw Puzzle. That's right, put Rob back together. This brilliant glossy photo of Rob wearing a loincloth in a rainforest is the perfect stocking stuffer. Order now and get a free butt plug keychain. back this is two douchebags and microphone at your service mark here and i'm rob rob bridge story please yeah I'm, yeah it, it's a weird night i have another bridge story about around like the ozarks here you can never have too many bridge it. stories rob uh, yeah, sure i say that every day Okay, maybe not. Go ahead. <laughs> but this, this this is one that people that live around here have been waiting for for a long Actually, time. Actually, I like this bridge story. You told me both of them last night. And yeah, please go yeah. Ahead. I like both stories. I mean, I don't like the fact that someone was killed, but that last story no, was no. important. So. But it might, it might get their asses in gear on out. Exactly. Okay, now we're going to jump. To Lake of the Ozarks Toll Bridge. You got me many times. Tolls will no longer be collected on Lake of the Ozarks Community Bridge, according to a Monday press release from Lake of the Ozarks Community Bridge Transportation Development District. The tolls will stop being collected by April 30th when Community Bridge TDD expects to fully pay all outstanding mortgage bonds and all other remaining and or anticipated liabilities, the release states. Once the debt is paid off, the bridge will be owned and maintained by the state with no tolls, the release states. Excellent. The release states the bridge is becoming toll-free about two years ahead of schedule. The community bridge connects the east and west sides of the Lake of the Ozarks near the 16-mile marker 
to the main channel like the Ozarks. Simply put, it takes you from Sunrise Beach on my side of the lake to over by Bagnell Dam. Yep. And I did a little homework. This bridge was dedicated May 1st, 1998. And do you know how many times that bridge was almost hit by a tornado? Oh my God, yes, I know. I yeah. Know. <laughs> that I They actually, where did I see that? There was like an article on all the close calls that that bridge was almost destroyed by a tornado. Yeah, it, it, it's the hills, it's the water pathway. Yeah, 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 it's a natural pathway for the tornado formation and to actually land um, and become more of a water spout in that area. But on their way right. down, they came close to hitting that bridge when they're coming out of the clouds, right. which is still a violent storm, and would tear up right. that bridge. Yeah, there have been several instances, and I'll have to look up that article, or if you get a chance, you do it. But there is like numerous occasions where that bridge was almost destroyed. So interesting right. stuff. Cool. I'm glad it's ahead of schedule. So. Well, I, I I know people that live around here and work around here that really gonna appreciate this. Well, yeah, they you get know, tired of paying out the ass. When you work. When you work by the hour, you got to take so much out of your check each day just to pay to get back and forth work on top of your gas. Yes. And it's like what two seventy five or something like that. Oh, uh, roughly around these parts. Your parts yeah, are yeah. Parts so are you're, cool. you're paying a, you're paying five dollars a day just to take a shortcut. Mm-hmm. When to go the long way, you'd be spending that in gas. Yeah, it really and is. Time. Well, I'm glad that they honored the fact that once it was basically paid for, that they went ahead and ended it, or they're going to end it. Yeah. I also am happy that they're doing it because the bridge travel is much, uh, the volume was much larger than they anticipated, that it's going to be actually paid up sooner than they thought. So, bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Good job on that. Um, I uh, was speaking about my cruise um, on the last yeah. podcast, and there's a bunch of weird things that happened that I didn't get into. So um, anyhow, it was uh, it was a great cruise, it was a lot of fun, but there were some particularly odd people on this cruise, and I'm going to go into some of it right now. Okay, so we uh, we get on the ship right, and we get on there record time. I mean, you know, the, they had it down. They have facial recognition, all this stuff. You just walk through, show them your passports. They write down the information. You go to your room. You already have your key card. You get in the room, put in your luggage, and, you know. So uh, we, we get into our balcony room, right? We go outside on the balcony to, to check it out. And immediately, a younger couple right above us ask us if we're smoking weed. Val and I both looked, at each, looked up and said, what does it look like we're smoking weed? And they didn't say anything. I said, look, we, we just walked in here. And uh, so they claimed they had smelled it from close by and was just wondering. A little bit later, they uh, went on to explain that the port ramp to the ship, the drug dog went after them, 
but the port cop let them on the ship without checking them. You know, we're just kind of sitting there going, okay, so so, so do you see what happened? They're going up the gangway yeah. on the port to get on the ship, and they have drug dogs periodically on there to make sure you don't bring d- drugs on the ship, right? Well, you know, a drug dog, if it smells drugs, it's going to go after you, right? This dog went after right. him. It was a German Shepherd, I believe. Looked like a German Shepherd. He didn't go after me. He didn't go after Val. He didn't go after our friends. But um, I guess this couple were walking by, and it went after them. Only the poor cop didn't do anything. He let them on by, right? So, uh, you know, and they're telling us this. We're just kind of going, boy, that's kind of odd they're going into this. We're like, okay. You know, and we're just kind of like, well, we're glad you made it kind of thing. We don't see them again. But uh, later on, uh, what they did with the facial recognition uh, um, technology, right before the cruise, they figured out who they were by the facial recognition, and their room was searched, and pot was found, and other drugs were found in their room, and they were thrown off the ship. And what we think, what, what they were trying to do is, we think they're possibly trying to deflect the idea that they smelled like weed and was trying to suggest it was someone else close by like us. So, yeah, um, yeah so anyhow, we, we Val and I got to talk about it over dinner. I'm like, that was a weird deal. And then some people over there heard us at the other table. I go, yeah, those are the people who got thrown off. They're like, what? And then they said, yeah, the people that, you know, the, the, the poor cop didn't have any backup, so he let them go, and then they went through the video footage and they found their faces and figured out what room they were in, which is happened to be right above us. And um, they were afraid like something like, like that was going to happen. So when we walked down on their balcony, they're like, "Hey, are you guys smoking weed?" And I, yeah, you know, what kind of a question is that? You know, I mean, what we got right. dubs, we got dubs in our hand, and we're going, "Woo, no, we, we just walked out there, not even a drink in our hand. We just got in our room and we're looking out at the port and everything, and looking at our room and stuff." And we have these two idiots going, hey, you guys are smoking pot. And they're like, what? So we thought that was weird. So anyhow, they ended up getting thrown off. And we think they're trying to deflect it is what it was. So that was odd. So um, so then around midnight, we hear a scuffle down the hallway. Open the door to see him cuffing some guy three doors down from us. So we looked up on the Facebook page for this particular cruise and found out that the dumbass trashed his room. He tore oh off, my God. Yes. He tore off the TV set from the wall, destroyed the bed and sofa. People next to him called in about the loud noises. He was off to cruise ship jail. And the problem is, is they were already out to sea. So a day later, he was dropped off in Honduras on the first port. And he was left there because that's the rules. Oh, my God. That's the rules. They took him and his luggage and set him on the port and gave him the finger. There was only one tiny airport in Roatan Island, Honduras. One tiny airport. And those planes are expensive to go anywhere. I don't care if you're going to Mexico. I don't care if you're going to Belize. I don't care if you're going to mainland uh, Honduras, which aren't that far away. Buying a seat on one of those planes is probably $8,000. Oh, my God. Yes. And not to mention that when the guy gets back to port, they're arresting him. We found this out through a guy that... If uh, he ever does. Yeah, if he ever makes it there. 
he is getting arrested for uh, some sort of felony destruction of property and something else per Texas, right. per Texas law. And also, they took out all the charges off of his card for the room damage that he done already because it's in the fine print. If you destroy anything, they can charge your card. So he may not even have enough room on his card to buy a plane ride. He may still yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah, he ain't go, yeah, he ain't gonna make it back. Yeah, he's probably spending five thousand dollars off the off the bat replacing everything. Probably more than that. I'm being very conservative. Five thousand dollars. I'm th- probably more like ten thousand. Really nice, beautiful TV hung up beautifully. The walls probably destroyed. Right, and torn off. Right. The bed was fairly expensive. It was a. Uh, it felt like some sort of a Serta, really nice, uh, uh, not memory foam, but the other stuff that's like that that's really expensive. Yeah. Um, the You know, everything in there that he trashed is going to be fairly expensive. So, anyhow, I bet you he's probably spending at least eight grand on that furniture right off the bat, and he may not have enough room on his card for an eight grand plane ride back to civilization. So, um, that tiny wow. that tiny airport, um, I'd look some of the rates on that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just for two weeks from now, the rates are astronomical. I could only imagine in a day or that day or whatever how much it would cost to get out of there. Not to mention, when you do get back to the States, you're being arrested anyhow. So, then after that, a, a lady threw her chair off of her balcony trying to hit another lady down below I guess they were arguing or something. Oh, my God. Yes. This was like the cruise of fucking weirdos, dude. She literally took her chair and threw it two stories down and almost hit a lady down there that I guess she was bickering with. I don't know if it started somewhere else and ended up there. I don't know if it started right there, the fight or whatever. But she was so mad. She took her chair and threw it at another person, another lady, they said. And so, bam, she was in cruise ship jail the rest of the cruise. And this happened the second day. So, the the other five days, she was down in jail, and the jail there is a jail. It is a very small facility. They feed you virtually nothing. They just give you water, and you sit in that until they say you're okay to leave. And the only time you're okay to leave is when it comes back to America, and then they figure out whether they're going to charge you or let you go. But the one thing it is determined is, is anyone that breaks the laws on a cruise ship like that, like the drugs, um, like the trash in the room, like the uh, destruction of property or throwing a a chair at someone trying to uh, commit uh, physical harm, they are all guaranteed, barring from any type of a cruise ever, per the Maritime Board. This is all matter of fact. Look it up. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the very first cruises I ever took out of New Orleans, there was a guy with his family, and this is how I learned about the Maritime Board and their powers. Uh, the mustard drill is something that, did I tell this yesterday or not? No, I don't oh, think you did. Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, so... Um, you have to do a mustard drill. A mustard drill is where you go up there and they tell you the pertinent information if something happens. Like they go, okay, this is your life jacket. Okay, this is a boat warning. And they go, okay, it's three blasts or whatever. You know, they go over all this stuff. Okay, a blue light means this, a red light means this. Here are the lifeboats. 
you know, all this stuff they got to go over with you before you can enter the open sea to make sure that if something happens, you can be as safe as possible trying to save your life. And it is a mandatory by the Maritime Board who rules the seas. This is like a governor, a governing body over the seas, right? The Maritime Board. They encompass all of the seas, all of the bodies of water, and, and they are the law on it. So this guy refuses to go to mustard drill. Refuses, refuses, refuses. So Carnival has to go to the Maritime Board and say, we got a guy on here not complying. He will, he's sitting in his room. He's telling us to fuck off. He will not go to his mustard drill. The Maritime cops came in there, arrested him, kicked all of his family off. He lost all of his money that he bought on the cruise. Him and his family were barred from cruises forever. They could never go on another cruise any part of the world, anywhere, anytime, because he was being a stubborn jackass and thought he didn't have to go to a mustard drill. Well, I guess he found out he did, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So that was the that was the real weird thing that happened right off the bat, but this cruise was really weird and then I have another longer story of some other weird shit that happened if you're ready to hear this Rob okay all right I know you thought it couldn't get any weirder right you never know man you never know <laughs> people are weird the end I don't know what else to say okay I was waiting in line patiently for probably 20 minutes with uh me, Val, and our friends. Uh, actually, our friends weren't with us yet. They met us in the theater a little bit later. It was a very small highway. It was uh, a hallway. It was very stuffy. And this is on the inside of the ship, on maybe floor number five. It was in the Jubilee Theater. The ship's main show was playing that night. And it was the last night before the last day of sea. It was called Soulfire. Really great production. Really great actors, singers fantastic show great music dancing special effects the whole nine yards it was just a fantastic show so um, sounds like it would be it, it was it was really good and uh, uh, the other show had aerial acrobatics and stuff and anyhow they have great shows on this ship because it's a brand new ship um, top notch all the way so this started off with one lady coming through the line and saying I'm just checking to see if my friend is up here and she never returned so what she did was she was cut in line without fessing up, right? She goes, oh, I'm just going right. to go see if my friend's up here. And then she goes up there, starts talking to her friend, and just stands there. Well, we were waiting there for 20 minutes. And like I said, it's hot, it's stuffy. We could have been drinking a beer out on the deck like everyone else, but we chose to wait there like civilized human beings, right? And, and, and do what you're supposed to do. And, you know, we're waiting in line so we get the best seat. And we chose to do that. These other people didn't chose to do that. They chose to uh, ramrod their way in and lie and cheat. So, anyhow, um, so it starts off with her doing that, and then she never came back. So she just, you know, stood up for her friend. Ha ha! Fuck him! I didn't have to wait. Then it happens again with three people. Again, never to return. And then once again, you know, cutting in line. So shortly after that, four more people come barging up. And they say they had their place held by a family member. So I bust out. I go, I say, what the fuck? Why am I even bothering to wait in line? Uh, most of the people around, 
me agree with me, except for this little skinny New York looking little femboy soy bitch that started mouthing off to me. He said, you would be the first one to step in line if you had the chance, and further went on to say, it's the last day of the cruise, you'd think you would be happy. So I was like, all right, you little motherfucker. So I walk up to this little soy boy fucking little femme bitch, and I walk up to him really close to him, and I say really loudly in his face, I go, who are you? He looks like really threatened, and he looks at me really weird, and I go, who are you? You know absolutely nothing about me. And you make these claims? You might be used to being pushed around. It's pretty fucking obvious you're soft. Then he said, you said the F word in front of children. I got even closer to him. I said, none of those children heard. They're up there. They can't hear me. I did not scream it. And he looked kind of funny, and he didn't say anything. I said, you're just trying to justify your behavior by making something it's not. He continued to bitch and moan at me. And I simply told him that if he felt the need at that time, what time I'd debark off the ship. And he's welcome to try to settle it with me then, because I won't try to settle it there in the hallway on the ship, because I like cruising, and I won't let a little bitch like him dictate anything like that about me, right? So, then, after he's over there fucking mouthing off, and I tell him, hey, buddy, you know, look, it's kind of like this. Nothing's going to happen in here unless you're that fucking stupid, and then in that case, I'm going to let you hit me, and you're going to get kicked off, and I'm going to be on, you know, then I'll find you later. So, uh, anyhow, you know, you'll go to jail, and I'll be be the victim, and I'll probably sue you, and it'll it'll be a fantastic thing, you know. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll have, like, headaches and stuff after he hit me and can't remember anything. And, you know, I thought these other Oh, yeah, ongoing yeah. things. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, God, man. White flashes, I just, I can't concentrate. So, um, anyhow, um, after I told him this, you know, this guy who I assumed was his dad, this older tall guy, white-haired guy, he stepped in and started telling me to shut up. I told him to keep his fucking dentures. I didn't say fucking because that way they didn't have any kind of recourse going, well, you're cussing. So I said, I told him, keep your dentures from flapping at me, son. And he started trying to stare me down. And I just started laughing at him. And I go, and and I let him know, you know, hey, it's kind of like this. You can look at me all you want, but uh, we all know I used to walk over sissies like you to get to a real fight. And he just stood there, the little, he's another little New York-looking little femboy soy bitch. And he's over there, and he just keeps staring at me. And I go, dude, I go, it's not changing anything. I said, you can look at me all you want. I said, you know, is that what you do? Just sit there and stare at me? So, anyhow, um, a few minutes later, he finally got tired of trying to stare me down. Because I'm just sitting there laughing at him, looking at him. And, uh, and you know... It wasn't doing anything, and he obviously realized this, so he stopped. So then his uh, son, I think his son, started bitching again. And then the old man, he goes, hey, how about the both of you shut up? And I said, you know what? I said, I finally agree with you. If you can get this little boy here to shut up, I'll shut up too. But if he keeps mouthing, (laughs) I will not shut up. So, anyhow... His son just kept fucking blah, 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 fucking chirping and stuff, right? So, all of a sudden, his dad screams, Both of you, shut the fuck up! And all of a sudden, I go, Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! 
there's children up there that heard you, but above all, you got a guy over here that gets his feelings hurt easy, and he heard the F-bomb. <laughs> He's over there, and I go, how can you hurt this little fella here? Look at him. He was forced to hear that filth. I said, look at that little guy. He's over there shaking in his shoes right now. And I'm pointing my finger in his face. So, and, he, and he's acting. He's trying to get his wife to hold him back desperately. But his wife is just like over there rolling her eyes because she's sick of his shit. You could tell that this guy fucking always writes fucking checks with his mouth. His ass cannot cash. And I was fucking ridiculing him. You know, I was calling him a little fucking femme and everything. And told me he looked like a little fucking princess the way he fucking dressed. Asked him if those were tap dance shoes he had on him. And I was just fucking belittling the piss out of him because by this time I was so furious at that motherfucker that I wasn't going to let it go. So anyhow, I go, look, I go, your wife's not holding me back, so if you want to do something, man, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a foot away from you. I said, do what you got to do, son. It's approved by me. Go ahead. Go ahead. And he's just over there, and I go, your wife's not holding you back. Matter of fact, she looks a little embarrassed by you. And so, uh, anyhow, about that time, the cruise director, um, Kendall Fire, walks through the hallway, and everything calmed down, because, um, uh, anyhow, she's a really good cruise director, and they all love her and respect her down there in Texas. She's a Texas girl, and that kind of calmed stuff down. And then by the time she walked back by, the doors opened up. But I could not believe... Oh, and in between there, I didn't, I didn't get this in there, uh, but um, anyhow, I kind, of, I kind of quit reading off the paper and just started going um, by my memory. So, That's right. in between there, five people walked in between us and went up there and crowded in front of us, and then the second time, the little fucking femme soy latte bitch looked disgruntled. I said, no, 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 no. I said, don't you do that. Let them up there. They have a right to be there. By that time, what could he say? He already jumped my ass for defending us. And then there's five people behind me going, dude, they go, not that you need any help, but if any of those two little bitches get on you, I'm right behind you. He said, I'm going to smear that. <laughs> this guy with long hair behind me is great. He goes, I'm going to smear that little bitch first, and then I'm going to shove that old little bitch up that old man's ass. <laughs> and I said, that's funny. I said, great minds think alike. That's exactly what I was thinking about doing. <laughs> So, anyhow, I don't understand why someone would take so much exception to someone defending him because he didn't have enough nuts to do it himself. <laughs> he didn't have enough yeah, nuts to do it himself. And he felt maybe, I don't know, demasculated because I had to do the dirty work and tell people, why the fuck am I waiting in this line when all you're doing is crowding? That's what I think it was. He felt demasculated because yeah. he couldn't do it himself. He didn't have enough fucking ball power to do it, and he couldn't stand the fact that I did. So I hope he's tap dancing somewhere trying to get all this anger out of him. So, anyhow. Let's yeah, make, you really don't want to mess with us older guys. No, I, I'll tell you what. If that had no. been anywhere else where I could have got away with it, he'd be having fucking wear, he'd be wearing new teeth right now. <laughs> yeah, fucking piece of shit. Anyhow, it was funny because I fucking de-pantsed him in front of everybody, and there was nothing he could do about it because he knew. Number one, you are good at. Oh yeah, I, I, 
do like I always do. I verbally destroy them yeah. because, like I said many times before, growing up as a fat kid in Cleveland, Missouri, and poor, that's the only thing I had to defend myself was being your wit. I had nothing else. Yeah. Yes. So, your words. Yep. And anyhow, it's worked out very well for me, but one of these days it may get my ass kicked or whatever. Who knows? So, anyhow, uh, so far, so good. So, anyhow, let's take our second break, and we're going to come back with more, uh, I don't know, man. I got some shit over there. I even forgot what it was. I guess we're going to revisit it, right? It sounds good. Yep, you got a couple of stories you want to get to? Yeah, yeah, I got one here. Okay, all right, we'll be back uh, here in a couple minutes. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Next up, things overheard in hell. Dishwalla has the top 10 spots on Billboard Hot 100. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go, but we can tell you what you can eat. Hi all, this is Mark here. I'm usually the one telling you what to eat during an apocalypse. Well, this time I decided to go the other way. You ever consider just going to ground zero and saying fuck it? Do you really want to be the guy running around looking for radioactive deer, guessing whether water is not contaminated or not, no food, no shelter, no nothing? Oh no, there's a strong argument that says, you know what, let's just go to Crown Zero and see what's for us after. Just a thought. You need protection from fucktards? You have people coming and fucking with you constantly? You need answers? You need solutions? Smack, Smack in the, the nuts. nuts! That's right! Smack in the nuts is what you need! Smack in the nuts, get rid of said losers in no time flat! Smack, Smack in, in the, the nuts. nuts! Available everywhere wherever you buy self-defense items. Here are just a few testimonials from some satisfied customers. Stupid fuck come to me. He talks stupid. He no let me go. Smell like sack of shit. He spit talk all over. I remember smacking balls. I use shit sack. Shit sack lie on ground. I walk off. Thank you, smacking the balls. You saved me from smelly, smelly spit. Well, I had this stupid son of a bitch come around me. Uh, he would not shut his fucking yapper for nothing. He gets up on me and he talks all stupid. And I didn't know what to do. I could not shake this motherfucker like a booger. Then I remember smacking the nuts. I pulled out old smacking the nuts, and that motherfucker went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Thank you, smacking the nuts. You saved me once again from stupid motherfuckers. Smacking the nuts. Don't leave home without it. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. It's easy to convince ladies not to eat Tide Pods. It's harder to deter gents. <laughs> Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in... Hey! Who took a dump in the cooler? 
Please remember to go to Cole's dressing room, wait five minutes, and scream, Hey, there's no toilet paper in here! <laughs> And just like that, we are back. You got Mark, the, the cruise ship badass, and Rob Rad, the guy that's going to teach you how to track down your enemy by scent and how to eat raw sewage. Yeah. yeah. That's right. His way yeah, of eating. You got to do to survive, Yeah, man. you do. Your it's raw sewage tastes excellent. world out there. Your raw sewage tastes excellent, Rob. Hey. Anything's good if you cook it the right way. Oh, I remember that one time you took a dump in front of me and then uh, prepared it. Oh, it was delicious. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, it was good. I mean, you put like, what, uh, croutons or, I don't know. Well, I, yeah, well, I, yeah, oh. I also had them chunks of leftover corn. Oh, I thought that was naturally yeah. in it. I didn't know you added that. <laughs> okay. No, 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 it was in it. It oh, was okay. in it. I thought you were just I, I ate that earlier. Okay. I thought you were just feeding me a cornback rattler. I guess not. All right. Good, good job, Rob. Good job. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, you got a story you want to get to, or you want me to get to the new Wendy sandwich? Uh, I'll give yeah, you yeah, I got one here that right. uh, it actually caught, caught me off guard. I didn't realize it had been that long. Okay. Now, I found this on the pit a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um. It's pretty insane to realize that no rock band has had a Billboard number one single in 23 years. No rock band has? No rock band. On Billboard? On Billboard number one single. Wow. That's insane. Think, think about how many amazing acts there have been in the past two decades. Yes. And not one has had a number one single. Last time the rock band had a number one single was Nickelback, and that was in 2001. Oh, wow. The Canadian rock outfit formed in 1995 and would go on to release the first two studio albums in 1996 in 1998, respectively. Then in 2001, they released their third studio record, Silver Side Up, and that LP captivated them into the mainstream limelight. On this record, the song that best represents this quality of the band is How You Remind Me. Oh, I remember that song. It was actually one of my... I wasn't a huge Nickelback fan, but it was actually one of their better songs. Actually, the older I get, the more I kind of get into Nickelback. I can listen to them a lot better now. I can listen to them a lot better now than I could back then. I mean, I can kind of understand it a little bit now. Back then, I just thought it was garbage. Now, I'm like, you know what? It does not sound that bad. Um... I mean, yeah, the, the yeah. guy's mullet, Chad Kroger's mullet, did not help anything. Let's be honest. Right. Okay. <laughs> he, he automatically put that band at a disadvantage. 
just by that mullet that he wore. So, anyhow, and I love mullets. It's just the way he did it, I did not like it. So, anyhow, wow, that's... Uh, yeah, on Spotify, the track has been streamed over 902 million times. I can believe it. And on YouTube, and the official music video has been watched 206 million times. I can believe that, too. I mean, I thought something like Rockstar might have been their biggest hit, but I guess not. No, it was How You Remind Me. Okay. Well, that was a big hit, and you still hear that on rock radio. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it just crazy that that. Well, I got a question that was for you. Actually, the last rock um, I got band a, to have a number one hit. I got a question for you on that note, Rob. Okay, you listen to one one the Fox online, right? Yeah. Okay. Good time, time. Okay, then you, li- you listen to ninety six seven out of uh, Columbia. Columbia, yeah. Classic rock. Okay. All right. They're a lot, a lot alike. Uh, their playlists and all that, right? Yeah. And most yeah, rock, close. most classic close. rock stations are a lot alike. Well, over the last five years, all these classic rock stations have added Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and all that. How long is it? Oh gonna, yeah. How long is it going to be before you start hearing Nickelback? And Godsmack, and uh, um, um, Seether. How long is it well, going to be before you they, start doing uh, that? They just said it's been 23 years. Yes. So I'm saying in two years. Classic is 25. Yes. So that's why I asked that. That's been 23 years. So in two yeah. years, you're going to start hearing. This is how you remind me on 101 The Fox and KCMQ out of uh, um, Columbia. Um, yeah. Actually, actually, they play stuff like that anyway. Oh, because they're not purely classic rock. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're not purely classic. Yeah, they do some active rock, I think is what they call it in there. And that's some of the newer yeah. rock stuff, the Godsmacks and the Seethers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were more like uh, KY102 was for a long time. To where they pretty fo- much they, just just they, a new age. Yeah, they they focused on classic rock, but they played new stuff too. So yeah, right. yeah, yeah, and that was the format that I always gravitated towards. Was one I, could, I think that's why I like that station so much. Mm-hmm. You, you learn a little bit of the newer stuff, that but not you enough. Still stick with the classic. Not enough to make you fucking vomit. Right, I, I mean, right. I'm sorry. I used to love, I thought that 98.9 The Rock was a pretty good station, and they were for a long time. I can't stand to yeah. listen to them anymore. I haven't listened to them in a while. It's too much garbage like that anymore. So, um, and I got another little revelation here, Rob. I'm starting to think huh? that these uh, supposed Cuban cigars I bought in Costa Maya, Mexico, are ditch weed. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little feeling I got that they might be ditchweed. And I think they got Gringo really fucking good on this one. Bastards. Isn't there honesty or integrity anymore, Rob? What the hell? The guy walking by the beach with cute, real Not Cubans in, in his bed? 
Not in Mexico. The guy was walking on the beach in a sombrero, had a sombrero on, and he had this, <laughs> and he had him in his bag. How could I go wrong, Rob? How could I possibly go wrong? Maybe when I had those three mojitos and and a, and a couple of tecates. And, uh, and oh yeah, you and I definitely need to go on a cruise together. Yeah. So maybe that's where I went wrong there. Maybe it wasn't necessarily that the guy that uh, that was walking by in the sombrero and no shoes and had a knapsack full of goodies. Maybe he didn't look all that honest. But maybe I was so drunk that I didn't give a shit. Maybe that could be. You just you were just ready for a cigar. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I've been had. <laughs> All right, let's go to this Wendy's crispy chicken sandwich coming back, like I keep promising. All right, all right. Okay, all right. Wendy's crispy panko fish sandwich returns. Wendy's crispy panko fish sandwich has made its return to menus nationwide as of February 12th, but is only here for a limited time. This fan favorite sandwich features panko breaded wild caught Alaskan pollock, dill tartar sauce, lettuce, cheese, and pickles, all served on a soft bun, and crispy panko fish sandwich is available now just in time for Lent. The 40 day period prior to Easter, wherein uh, Catholics um, refrain from eating meat on Fridays and uh, they abstain from. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff, and it's part of the Catholic religion. And while the fish sandwich is not the only one on the market, Arby's just brought back its King's Hawaiian Fish Deluxe Sandwich, and Burger King debuted its new Fiery Big Fish Sandwich. The Wendy's Fish Sandwich stands in a league of its own, according to this. The sandwich took uh, first prize in our fast food fish sandwich taste test last year. And um, I don't even know where this article came from because um, I was in the middle of uh, trying to get my airline credit back when I was downloading it. And uh, anyhow, I don't know if I'm even going to get it back because I had to do it online. I told you the story yesterday about how I changed flights to get home, but then numb nuts didn't drive good and was late and all that stuff. Well, you know, I, uh, I switched flights, but because I couldn't really make a call, I had to do it online, right? So I'm trying to get my uh, fly credit back through American Airlines, but they don't seem to acknowledge it because I canceled it online. So I was in the middle of doing that, and then I downloaded this article. I never did bother to see where it came from, so I don't know whose fish sandwich Wendy's won or whatever, you know, their fish sandwich contest. I don't know whose contest they won. Because, quite frankly, I didn't give a shit because I was really irritated because I think I lost about $700 in cruise, or uh, not cruise credit, but uh, fly credit. So, um, anyhow, I guess that's the way it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have some other stuff here, but probably not for, uh, for this podcast. Um, I have some... Uh, Let's see, I, I have a list from Jeffy X, but it's going to take too long to go through, so we're going to save that for this weekend. Uh, okay. Let's see, real quick, I got some of the over-under bet tallies on here on who won. Do you want to go through them? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be forgotten about here in another, you know, 
Saturday when I do our, our when we do our next podcast. People aren't going to remember it so much, so we might as well go through them now. So, okay, let's see here. Okay, the uh, prop bets about Taylor Swift being shown five times or more. More one. The national anthem. Yeah. I, I know we both knew that, but I don't know why people would bet on that. We knew, you know, especially if the Chiefs won, they're going to show her a hundred times afterwards, and then the long kiss and all that. We knew this, so I don't know who would bet against that. Um, okay, the national anthem was over ninety seconds, so over one. Ninety seconds was the line, the over under. The coin yeah. toss, heads won. Everyone went tails because tails is actually drawn more than heads. 49ers scored first. They were predicted to score first through Vegas. So if you bet against them, you lost. Field goal was, field goal was the first score. That one. Usher performed yeah or yeah or whatever. That was not... <laughs> That was not predicted. That was not predicted by Vegas. So whoever put in yeah won a certain amount. <coughs> purple Gatorade, they hit it right on the spot. Purple Gatorade won. Yeah. And Purple Gator Gatorade was the predicted one. That was the over-under. Everyone thought it was not the over-under, but the predicted one was Purple Gatorade, and that's exactly... The final score was under what people thought it would be, the final score tally. And I have another little theory that I didn't get to. Okay. When you're on a plane, they give you little snacks, right? Yeah. Um, like Belvitas or, uh, or a little trail mix with like a lot of pretzels and stuff like that with like a soda or whatever. You know why I never eat those? Why? Because if I die in a plane wreck, I don't want my last meal to be fucking snack mix. Fair? Good point. Yes. Good point. Yes. Yeah. So if my last meal was a cheeseburger, so be it. I'm happy with that. If it was spaghetti, I'm happy with that. If it's a salad, I'm happy with that. Trail mix? No. Novita? No. Just my work mind at use there. So, anyhow. <laughs> right. You have a point. I you do have, have a point. point there. I do have a point. You wouldn't want that to point. be your last meal, would you? I mean, I could, yeah, eat, I mean, yeah. I could even live with okay. a, a beef now, stick. Velveeta, maybe. No, no, Velveeta, not Velveeta. The trail makes hell no. Velveeta, the little crackers that they give you. Not Velveeta, the cheese. Oh, I thought you were talking about the cheese. Oh, no, the cheese is fantastic. Oh, no, yeah. well, I love those little pieces of plastic that taste so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'd take a big fucking box of it on there if they let me. Yeah, okay, Velveeta, or Velveeta, I'd eat all day long if they pass that around, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I could even live with a beef stick being my last meal, right? But trail, yeah, trail yeah, mix or Belvita? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. 
I can't leave well, this. Mark, no. I can't leave this earth with that in my stomach as the last thing. I, I just could not justify that to uh, to the other side. There's no way I could go through the pearly gates and they go, um, Mark, come here. Yeah. Um, did you know your last meal was a uh, trail mix with mostly pretzels? Yeah. You see, you know the plane went down, right? And all these other people here, they're with me too because, you know, they were there and we all perished in the fiery crash over the Alps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we knew it was going to happen. No offense, but it's your time. Okay. Well, um, I was kind of hungry and they had these snack mix. Mark, I'm sorry, you know, you're going to get the golden chair, but now you got to sit on the floor in heaven because you ate trail mix as your last meal. Mr. Henderson over there, he gets the golden chair. He ate a cheeseburger before he got on there and he refused the trail mix. Right? Right. So there you go. America, you're welcome. And with that... Everybody have a good night. You got anything you want to say? You got anything you want to go into before we hang this bitch up? No, that's all I have for tonight, brother. All righty. Rob is with me. No trail mix is your last meal. Or Belvita. Hell no. No. Make it substantial. You don't want Mr. Hendrickson to get it. You don't want him to get the golden chair. So don't touch the trail mix. If that's one thing I teach you in life... It's that. Take of it like being on death row. Take the best you can get. That's right. Yep. Five T-bones, uh, seven cheeseburgers. Um, yeah. And you know what I do? I would vomit it up and then eat more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you'd have, have to at oh, that point. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, let's... That or Jack's mix? Hell no. Okay. Yeah, no. Let's do something really fun here if you're not in a hurry. Are you in a hurry, Rob? No, not, uh, no, not exactly. You got about three to five more minutes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's uh, You and I did a double murder. Someone pissed us off really bad, right? And we, could, like, killed a couple of people. We were so furious. Okay, they, like, they uh, they turned off Judas Priest, okay? And we flipped that okay. up, and they flipped us off and told us to go fuck ourselves, and then we had to do something about it, and it led to all this and that. Okay, so you and I are in death row. Okay, and we both get our last meal together. So, you gotta say yay or nay to last meal. Okay, and this can all be put together. You can put it all together as one last meal. Okay, uh, cheeseburger. Yes. Mac and cheese. And uh. Yeah, you're like me. You're like me. You don't want to waste the last meal with mac and cheese. That's almost like a condiment. I I I I've had so much damn mac and cheese all my life. No. Yep. Okay. Um, barbecue beans. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. We're I on the same page. That as a side. We're yeah. on the same page. We're on the same page. Okay. How about uh um, barbecue smoked ribs? Oh, you gotta have it. Yes. Yep. Um, what about filet mignon? I'm a no one. Yeah, I could, yeah, yeah, I could take one. Okay. I, I'm a no one. It's not my favorite cut, but hey, still stay. And you get, and hey, man, you get a big piece of bacon to boot. Oh, you know, okay, you made me change my mind. Filet mignon, I'll take one of them. Okay. 
if it's your final meal. You know what? And we're, pu- you, you we're got, puking it up. Piece of bacon and boot, man. We're puking it up anyhow, so who cares? Okay, uh, what about lasagna? I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking like I'm on death row here. Yeah, okay. Uh, lasagna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can handle some lasagna. Um, chicken parmesan. Yeah, I like chicken parmesan. I do too. It's damn tasty. Um, beef stew. Yeah, I, I, I don't it have, would I, not be at the top. Okay, okay, it would not be at the top. All right, if I'm like getting bored with all the other food, maybe I would go to some beef stew. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and I'll order it, but I'll put it, 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 it to the side. It'd be something to survive on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. What else? Um, mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, gotta have it. Yes. Yep. French fries. Gotta have that with the burgers. Oh yeah. How about um, curly cubes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could do curly cubes. Yeah, cues yeah, too. yeah. The spicy ones especially. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, um, shit. I know there's a lot of great food. I'm just not. Oh, pizza. Oh, gotta have pizza. You have to have pizza. Matter of fact, I, might, I would probably start off with pizza, work my way to a cheeseburger, then to the steak, and then to the ribs. Then I would vomit a little bit, and then I would go back uh, and probably maybe... How about prime rib? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. I work yeah. my way to prime rib. Okay. It, it's hard to beat a good part prime rib. Okay. Um, let's see... Um, um, how about Chinese food? How about a uh, General Sao chicken, orange chicken? Okay, okay, General Sao's, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, General Sao's. That's Sao, my good. favorite Chinese. Yeah, mine too. Okay. I'm uh, not a huge Chinese fan, but I will eat it. Uh, certain types I like. Uh, pad Thai, I'm learning to like here recently, especially since the boat. Uh, they had a pad, uh, pad Thai place on there that was just phenomenal. And if it's all like that, I love this stuff. But I, I don't think it's all like that. I think that was their version. Um, let's yeah, see. Well, we, we, don't, we don't have much of a Chinese. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like those yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah. Not much of an Asian represent uh, there, is there? Yeah, I mean, we, we have one Chinese restaurant in town. Oh, wow. They don't even have a buffet. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You you have to go to High V over on Sage Beach to get Chinese buffet. And and High V's Chinese buffet is fucking awesome. Well, I may have to start going there. Yeah, you need to try it at least once. They have great Chinese food. So anyhow, all right. You know as what? As long I, as it's cooked, I don't want no shit raw. Uh, no, no, no. Like sushi? No. No, no, no. That's why I didn't even ask about sushi. What about fish sticks? Uh, it would not be on my last meal list. Nah, me neither. What about sausage? Oh, gotta have sausage. Oh, especially like smoked sausage? Yes. Um, any what, kind of sausage. Okay. Um, what about barbecue sauces? Do you have anyone that would have to be on that? Would you 
you know, because they're asking what whatever you want. So you could say Jack Stack, you could say Q39, you could say. Um, oh no, uh, no, Jack it Calhoun would be uh, Nashville. It'd be Fiorelli's. Oh, Fiorelli's. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, Jack Stack. It is me. I yep. would I would go with uh, John Calhoun's in uh, Nashville. I love that sauce, but Fiorelli's is great too. Q39 is great. Um, uh, can't see Joe's. Is I'm just going off what I know. Okay, no, that's fine. That's cool. Um, I was just stating what I would probably get. So, all right. Anyhow, I'm um, sure there's other sauces out there I'd rather have. Um, I've just never tried it. Oh, I got another question for you, Rob. When are the next? Yeah. When do I have to have my hairy asshole Olympics uh, uh, people in again? Oh, uh, you want to do that Saturday night? Okay, if I can get to it, I will. I'll let you know. I'll text you. All right, but yeah, yeah, we already started one. So. Yeah, we did. I got to find the papers. They're around here somewhere. Do you have the winners? Yeah, I shoot them to you. Okay, shoot them to me, and then I'll add my other ten. I'll try to have it done by Saturday. If not, I'll definitely have it done by Sunday. Okay. Other ten. All right. All right, brother. Thanks. What do you mean, me. other ten? Um, another ten to pit against each other, right? Are we doing another ten or? No, we just started one with ten. Okay, and now we got to go against these guys. Okay, this, that's right. this is round two of th those. Okay, all right. I forgot. I thought for some reason I thought we started doing it another way, but we didn't. So forget it. No, no, we no, we already started another round. Okay. I forgot what I was talking about. And then and then we went on vacation. Okay, that's what happened is, is I've been... So we have to come years. back with round two and pick between Okay, them. then round two is Saturday night then, because we already have the contestants. All right. Yeah. So, sounds good to me, Rob. All righty. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining, Rob. All right. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.